is happening, world? I'm your host, the Wizard of Waz, Benji Wozniak, and today we have a returning guest, the co-host, co-founder, and patriarch of Waz Happening, Mr. Patrick Gibb. Hello, hello. Uh, glad to be back on the show. Ben was uh, kind enough to, to allow me to come back. Um, I guess I guess he likes what we, we talk about. But um, yeah, we have a good show um, on, the, on the schedule for today. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today, Ben? Uh, we're going to talk about investing in stocks and in cryptocurrency and other aspects. Sounds great. Um, I, you know, coming from a finance background, uh, that's what my degree is in. Um, this is definitely something that I can speak a lot to and give a lot of great advice. Um, you know, investing is is a great thing for people to do. It's a great way to to save money to you know have more financial freedom. Um, and not enough people you know, are saving money and not enough people are investing and, um, you know, maybe we can give, you know, some advice on how to get started and that type of stuff. So, um, I know like, obviously you have your investments as well. Um, and you've only just started that, you know, within like the last five years. But I mean, I think that you can say that you, you thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, you're always talking about investments or new companies and it, you know, it's fun to do research and stuff like that. So like, I guess as being, you know, starting relatively recently, like how did how did you get started? Uh, I was actually talking to someone, and they said, "Do you do stocks?" And I said, "No." And we started talking about you know the possibilities of like investing in the companies, uh, how much you could actually make, and um, you know that it would be a smart thing for me to do. And I should have done it way sooner in my life. I should have done it when I was in my teens. I started, as you know, in my like 40s, 50s, so, right. I mean, and I love it, I think it's great, and um, I've made some good money, and I've also lost some good money. <laughs> exactly, exactly, you win some and you lose some, so I guess, you know, to kind of to kind of go off of that, did you, so you have a trading account, right? Yeah, I uh, I go through E-Trade. Okay, and I mean, for the for listeners out there who are unfamiliar with the topic, um, E-Trade is, is a brokerage that allows you to Buy and sell stocks, excuse me, stocks, um, options, bonds, mutual funds, um, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And a trading account is one way that you can get into it. Um, there are many other facets for investing. Um, they can be through your employer, through something like a 401k, um, if you're lucky enough to work at a place that does offer a 401k program. Um, there's retirement accounts like IRAs and stuff like that. So. You know, there's there's a multitude of different ways to, to get into it, and um, you know, I think that the best way is kind of like what you went through, like just getting a trading account, putting you know five hundred bucks or and then you know stashing a hundred dollars every once in a while, and you know it does build up, and um, it's it's a great thing to do. So, I guess you know if you're out there listening and and you know you've it's been challenging to think about investing or whatever it may be. Um, I think the best advice is, is really to, to definitely do your research, right? Like due diligence. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can read, you know, stories about people who make a lot of money and people who lose a lot of money and you don't want to be the person that loses a lot of money, but, um, you also won't always make money. Like you said, you know, winning, winning and losing, and that's sort of the balance and, um, hopefully doing more winning than losing. Yes, and that's just to point out, we are not financial advisors. We're just two people <laughs> doing a podcast, and we're going to tell you some stocks we like and, you know, uh, how to get started. And um, I think you should really think about it and maybe invest because, like Patrick said, it's probably one of the smartest things you'll ever do in your life. 
Exactly. Um, any sort of you know forced savings and anything that promotes financial freedom and the ability to um, live your life without financial burden is is definitely something that I think is is positive for anybody. Um, so without further ado, I know that I think we maybe we talk about a little bit of what we're invested in without getting into too much detail because it is in some ways private or sensitive. But um, I know that you're a fan of you know more startup oriented companies, um, penny stocks, and and stuff that really anybody can afford. You know, with a couple hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever it may be. So that would be good. For, you know. Yeah, you know, I started out actually with $20. You don't have to start out with a lot. You can start out with $20, and I do penny stocks, where you can actually get a lot of uh, penny stocks uh, for cheap. Uh, one of the stocks I really enjoy is uh, Kona Gold Solutions uh, Energy Drinks, uh, KGKG. Um, I've actually used them. It's a hemp-based energy drink. Uh, I sold for them. After I became an investor, right. I started right. selling for them. And uh I actually tasted the stuff. You've tasted the stuff. Yeah. It's it's actually very good. Yeah. Um, and it's still under a dollar right now. I think the stock's four cents a share. It's and, around uh, that, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a good company. I I think it's going to be something. Exactly, and you know, you know, Ben Ben is always sending me stories from you know Yahoo Finance and all these other different financial sources. So, you know, it, before he invests in something, and this is a you know piece of advice, you know. He always, you always do your research, and you oh, always, yeah. you always fully understand what the company is about before you get into something, you know. And like you were saying, you know, twenty dollars, and if it trades for four cents a share, then you can buy, you know, a few hundred shares. And um, you know, the more shares, really, the better because you have, you know, greater leverage, and it's it's definitely a good thing. Um, I also got a got a little bit into to KGKG and. Um, have just been kind of riding the wave. Um, I personally am, am more of like a, a long-term hold kind of strategy. Um, so I, I have investments in, in um, bigger companies like uh, Amazon, Apple. Um, I had some Tesla, which I got rid of. But, um, you know, I think that in also another thing to note is that you don't necessarily have to buy one entire share, right? So you know, Amazon trades for, I don't even know, they're always punching out new highs, you know, somewhere around like $3,500 or something like that. So, you know, you can buy as little as like, I think it's one 128th of a share. So, you know, very, very tiny, um, but still get the same benefit of owning Amazon. You know, if you can only buy $200 worth of Amazon, you can, or it doesn't even have to be that much. Um, but getting involved uh, is the first step. And, you know, it's it's definitely a, a great thing to do, right? I mean, uh, yes, I got my wife into investing, and she has a fraction of a share of Warren Buffett's uh, stock. Yeah, so. Berkshire Hathaway. Yep, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, she's very proud of herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's actually crazy. Is it do you, is it the, the really expensive one or the one that's like a few hundred dollars? Is it the the big one? Yeah, it's like the C. Like, Burke C. Yeah, Burke C or Burke B. Or, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, because because I think I think Burke A. Yeah. So Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Class A stock is like a few hundred thousand dollars yeah, a share. Yeah, it's crazy. But the thing is, is like it's insane. But you know, when you buy in a small amount, you can get into something like that, and that's had unbelievable returns. And you know, that started. I think he started that fund in like the nineteen seventies. And like, if you just put in a thousand dollars then or a hundred dollars then, you would have unbelievable 
you know, returns now. Like that, that stock has done so well. And that's just because, you know, Warren Buffett's the man. I mean, he is the, the, the God essentially of investing in, um, another great way to invest would just to be try to try to follow hit what he's doing, what he's buying, what he's selling. And um, if you can kind of match his pace and his cadence, then you can make a little bit of money too. It's it's all about doing research. And um, I think that a good piece of advice that I learned early on was just not to invest more than what you're willing to lose. So you know, don't bet your your mortgage, don't bet your whatever on it, don't bet your car. You know, don't don't put out more than you're you're willing to lose because it could happen. You know, you never know and you don't want to be there sitting with zero dollars in your bank account and, uh, you know, be out of money essentially. Yeah, that's true. And also like if you're investing, always remember like the amount you like, say you get a good gain, that's not technically yours until it's in your hand. So you might lose it and don't get worked up because you lost it because it was never technically yours. I mean, until you actually withdrew it. I mean, that's what you got to understand. If you let it ride and it, and it sinks, don't get too worked up because it can always ride back up. There's going to be waves. Exactly. Yeah. No, and that's a good point. You know, it's not a gain or a loss until you until you sell it, right? Right. Until you sell it in the red or sell it in the in the green, um, and you know, it, a lot of it takes patience, and I think that it takes like not not passion, but like determination to believe. You know, to be patient and give it some time, because you know, if it goes down and you're down, you know, a hundred dollars, or if you're down, let's say twenty percent in the stock, and you're discouraged, just just let it be and believe right. in it right. um, because I mean, you know, just with a little bit of financial history, I mean, on average, um, stocks in the, in the top 500, um, what is it? Oh, sorry. The S and P 500, um, will experience an eight to 12%, uh, gain year over year. So, you know, you may see a dip, but more than more likely than not, it will eventually go back up. Um, yeah. that's how the stock yeah. system works. And when, a stock does go down, you may be in the red, but somebody else sees it as a time to buy in. And when they buy in, it boosts the price back up. So, you know, it's kind of like a sort of checks and checks and balances kind of system in a way, right? Yeah. And never listen to anybody. Never <laughs> listen to anybody. Do not be fooled by people. If they're telling you to buy and sell, just ride whatever you think is right. You know, don't do what anybody else tells you and don't get don't let them freak you out. Just just ride it. Yeah. And um I think that, you know, for anybody out there who's, who does want to get, you know, who is investing and who has been enjoying the, the talk so far, I think that um, one of the best ways to get into stock, you know, trading or whatever would be through what's called a mutual fund. Yep. Um, so for just a brief explanation, a mutual fund is basically just a collection of, of various stocks. And there's hundreds of thousands, no, that's probably thousands of different mutual funds that have different holdings. Um, so you can invest in, there's a mutual, a very popular mutual fund called the spider. Um, S P Y D R is the stock ticker. And what it does is it follows the S and P 500 index, which is what I was just talking about earlier. So, um, the S and P, like I said, is like basically a guaranteed eight to 12%, um, percent increase year over year. Um, so that's way better than having your money in a, in a savings account that gets like 0.01% interest. It's, it, you're really if you have your money in the bank in a bank account, you are almost definitely wasting your time. There's no reason to have all of your funds in a bank account. I can understand if you want to have some in your savings account as like, you know, sort of a a safety kind of thing. But um, if you're concerned about losing your money, you really shouldn't be. I think the thing with the bank is it's it's, it's everybody's been so 
you know, brought up that the bank is where you got to put your money. The bank is where you got to put your money. So that's what they got in their mind. So it's a fear factor of like, you know, I, I'm gonna keep it in my bank. I don't want to invest because they're afraid that they're gonna lose their money. You know, but you, you, I mean, scared money don't make money. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, there, there's no reason. There's no reason not to invest. Um, and you know, talking about different brokerages, there's you know, there's TD Ameritrade, there's T Rowe Price. You said you use E Trade. Um, and all of these these brokerages, it actually doesn't really cost anything. Um, you make an account, and you can easily just transfer funds from a checking account or from a banking account into one of these trading accounts. Um, and then you can go buy, really buy what you want. You know, do your research and, and buy what you want. And um, I don't know what, how E-Trade works, but personally, I have a couple accounts through uh, TD Ameritrade. And um, recently, in I think midway through 2020, they made all their trades free. Um, I have no idea how they're making money, but you know, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah, I pay four four dollars a share if it's under a, a dollar stock like the stocks I buy I have to pay because it's under a dollar yeah you know, but other than that above I don't believe they charge so four dollars a trade yeah okay yeah and that's and that's fair you know it's it's small pennies you know when you're in the grand scheme of things and really unless you're some sort of wild day trader and have done your research and know how to invest you're not going to be spending four dollars often because yeah. <laughs> the, the, the strategy is to hold long right um, and another benefit of, of holding long has to do with um, you know, if you do make money, there's this thing called capital gains tax, and you know, of course, you know, trying to get every dollar, the government tries to get every dollar out of you that they can. Um, so basically, how capital gains tax works is if you have a position, a stock position that you're holding for less than a year, um, it gets taxed at your income. I, I'm sorry, it gets taxed at the capital gains tax rate, uh, which is 25%. Um, so anything that you make money on that you've sold within a year, you would have to pay a 25% tax on, um, which is terrible. So say you made $1,000, 250 of that dollars would go straight to the government. Yeah. Um, so you're really not realizing the actual gain that you're making. Um, so And the government does it like that for a reason because they're trying to incentivize long holding. And so if you hold a position and then sell it for a capital gain outside of 365 days, you pay it at your income tax rate. Um, so 10, 15, or 20% maybe at the most if you're really making a lot of money. But, um, you know, it's it's all to encourage a long-holding strategy. Yeah. And then, um, there's also, like, stocks that uh, give you money. Like, by, by investing, you get dividends, that's correct, right? Dividends, yeah. No, that's, that's definitely a part of it, yeah. Um, you know, I've owned a few companies that have given dividends, and it's kind of... There's a couple ways you can go about it. You can have it such that the dividends get directly sent to you, or you can have it such that they're pooled and then reinvested so you can buy more shares with them. Um, either strategy is, is good, and you know one of the most the more prominent companies that does give a dividend is, is Ford Motor Company. Um, you know, been around for 100 plus years, I think like 1909 maybe. And um, you know, I don't know how much they trade for, but they give like a five, four or five percent dividend or something like that. Um, so, and that would be, I think they do it biannually, two times a year, 5% um, of whatever you have, they would give you. And that's, that's a pretty cool way. Yeah. And that's a good point to bring up is, you know, there's so, there's so much to investing. There's so much to investing, but you know, if you do your research and, and understand what's going on, then, you know, it's, it's not hard to get involved. I mean, I, I have so many friends that I, you know, in college 
and from high school and from, you know, my workplace and everything like that, that have all, I've, I've, you know, not provoked, but I've got them into investing and, you know, they thank me almost every day for it. They say, you know, thank you so much, Patrick. I wish I would have done this before. Um, personally, I, I've, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm 23 years old, but I started investing with my dad before I could even legally have an account. He made an account for me with TD Ameritrade when I was 14 years old. And um, I would fund it with the money that I mowed lawns with. And um, I didn't know really what I was doing, but I guess he was kind of um, instructive or I kind of mentored me in a way. He, he's been investing since he was young too. So um, you, you can get in at a young age too. I think legally to open a trading account, I think you have to be 18 or to open an IRA or whatever you have, you know, I think it's 18. Um, I, I wish, I bet you wish that you had got it when you were 18. Listen, if you, I, you'd was, be in a mansion right I was, if I was smart when I was younger and invested, I could have got Google, I could have got Amazon, I could have been, listen, I would have been done. Imagine, imagine yeah. all those companies that, you know, popped off in the 1970s, like, or, you know, Google, Apple, Microsoft. Right. I mean, ridiculous. It, I should have, I should have been smarter. And that's why I tell young people now to be smarter. Like I have one of the kids at my work, Tiago. I just got him into investing. And then you know I got Dick Green when I worked at Home Depot into investing. And yep. my friend Tim at my uh, job trade Joe's, he's an investor. And me and him every nine thirty daily, we're looking at our, our our phones trying to figure out what's going on with the stocks. Exactly, exactly. And um, you know it's you know it's like you're saying you know it's almost like a, a community of things too, right? Like. You have your friends who are invested, and you guys can talk about it, and it's it's just it's it's such a good thing. Um, I, I forget I, I had a point that I was going to bring across. I'll try to remember later. Um, but I guess um, I I I really I don't. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, you know, there's a there's a thing called like. Um, I forget what it's called, like the time value of money. It's 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 something like a, a con, like a marketing concept or something like that. But um, what you can do is you can go online and look up like a a calculate like an investment calculator. Like if you put in a thousand dollars and you put in an additional five hundred dollars a year and you put in whatever the interest rate may be or whatever your your estimated return would be, say ten percent. And you can you can kind of see just how much because of the uh, compounding of interest, yeah. you know, it starts off slow, maybe for the first like five or ten years, but it builds really really fast once it gets up there because you're making ten percent on what you made ten percent on what you made ten percent, and it's it's really actually incredible. And you know, like you said, if you had gotten in when you were young, I mean, you could be very 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 wealthy and very well off. And I guess like it's like. You know, today it's it's we're trying to identify the Googles and the Amazons and the Apples of, of today and the Teslas. Um, so I think that that's that's kind of a challenge. But yeah, obviously no one knew at the time of, of Microsoft or Apple where they would be now. But boy, everybody wishes they had. Or like Amazon, like look at Amazon now; it's wow. insane. Wow, I have a couple of companies I really like, um, like Metaverse Solutions Inc. Um, they're dealing with breast cancer. And uh, to if when their uh, doctor's doing uh, breast cancer removal, they have uh, a machine that's going to watch the, the process and make sure all the cells are gone. And that's under a penny uh, stock. And that's going to be huge. If that actually works, that'll be a groundbreaking thing for women. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess that would be like pending like FDA approval and stuff like yeah. that. But like 
again, you know, and that's that's just from Ben being a, a an investor that's trying to take use opportunities like that haven't really necessarily popped yet. And, you know, maybe your investment wouldn't come into fruition for like 10 years, but when it does, boy, you'll be happy that you invested, you know? Right. Right. It's nice. That's the one you were telling me about today, right? That's oh yeah. Sent me, yeah. Oh yeah. It's under a penny. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was reading through, uh, I was reading through that, that article and, uh, I looked them up and, um, it seems like there could be potential there. I might, I might drop a, a cheeky little investment. Right. There. Cheeky. <laughs> um, but uh, in I'm I'm super super long in my positions that I have right now, yeah, so <laughs> I I can't I have to free up some space somewhere, um, or just add more money in. Um, I'm always adding money. I, I, like I said, I had twenty dollars. Like you should see me. I, I like every week I I'm, I get twenty dollars and I buy thousands of shares of these little penny companies that yeah. I think are going to be great. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they do good, sometimes they don't. No, I, I remember, you know, like God, three, four years ago, maybe when I first met you at Home Depot or whatever it was, um, and you were telling me that you were getting into investing and that you were starting with twenty dollars, and like, that's totally fine. Yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. And, yeah. And you don't have we, to go big. <laughs> we don't need to discuss, you know, how much your account is worth now, but I know that it's a hell of a lot more than twenty dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's not all from you putting in money. That's from investing. Your investments doing well. Yep. Um. And you doing taking your time doing the research and you gotta, that's you gotta all, research. that's all it takes. Um, you don't really need to do the research if you're doing something like mutual funds, um, because they're more likely to go up anyways. Um, and if you have you know an employee sponsored four hundred one k or an IRA something like that, some sort of retirement account, um, mutual funds is what you're going to be investing in. They don't they don't let you buy stocks or bonds or options or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, another thing that I did want to bring up, um, because I feel like a lot of, actually two things I want to bring up. Um, firstly, I want to know, did you, were you able to get into that whole GameStop, AMC? Oh, I wouldn't better do that. No? No. That's a scam. I, nope, nope. (laughs) Not me. So it's actually really interesting because I, I didn't either because I, I missed the boat completely. I was just way too busy and. In, in my work to, to get involved in that. But um, it's actually really interesting because what the average, the common man did was beat these hedge fund people. Yeah. Who, so um, basically to kind of give it a little bit of an explanation if you don't understand what was going on is um, these hedge fund managers had shorted um, GameStop, which I'm sure you may be familiar with. Um, they had shorted their stock and they had shorted um, like AMC, Nokia, there were so many of these companies that are likely to go defunct. So the point is, is that when you short it, you make money when it goes down. It's like the opposite of an investment, but it is another way to make money. And it is an investment. You just make money when they lose money instead of when when they go down instead of when they go up. So, you know, they were hoping to, to cash out when these things go bankrupt. They cash out huge and... Um, there was this this Reddit group, and I forget what it's called, but it's it's basically like an, an investment club, and um, they had they have thousands and thousands of people who go through that Reddit every day, and they basically had a big discussion of like let's let's buy GameStop and let's force these hedge fund people, these people who have millions and millions and billions of dollars um, under management, to pull out their shorts. 
And that's exactly what they did. So that's why we saw that huge influx. And people, some people paid a lot of money, yeah, which is yeah. really, which is really cool. And um, I respect the fact that they did that because these hedge fund managers were basically betting on them doing very poorly, which is kind of, I don't know, that kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, understandable. And it's it's actually interesting too because um, GameStop at the time, right before this this short squeeze is what it was called happened, was over one hundred percent shorted. So what that means is that of all their outstanding shares, over one hundred percent of them, which I don't even know how that's possible, were shorted. Meaning that basically every share that they had outstanding was in a shorted position. Which is just which was just just crazy. So I wish I had got in on that, and I wish I joined that that Reddit page now because I want to be involved a little bit. But um, and it's good good advice. You know, they they I I know a lot about investing and stuff like that. But it's always good to hear another person's opinion and what they like. That's why I you know I like hearing from you, and you know you probably like hearing from me maybe. <laughs> but um, the other thing I wanted to discuss was um. Cryptocurrency. Oh yes, most definitely. Cryptocurrency. Um, so back in like 2014 or 15, um, this is when I was still in high school. Um, Bitcoin took its initial spike up to about 25,000 or so, and I got involved along the way. Um, so I, I my main trading account um, is actually a Roth IRA which doesn't allow me to buy things like cryptocurrencies because they're not they're very risky. You can only buy those usually in like trading accounts like what you have with E-Trade. So I got involved with a investment trust which is like a mutual fund that trades in Bitcoin. And so um, I got in a little bit low. It spiked. I didn't sell because I thought it was going to keep pushing and then it came back down a little bit and I sold. So I made some money off that initial Bitcoin, but you know, today is February 23rd, 2021 and I think that Bitcoin is is it somewhere around like $55,000 yeah, a coin? It's, it's ridiculous a coin. Like I'm on Coinbase, I signed Coinbase? Up Coinbase, yeah, and uh, I just looked and went, "Oh my god, you know, the potential is so much." I'm 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 getting really really close to getting involved in Coinbase now. I heard um I was reading a Wall Street Journal article. There's something. There's like a, a waiting list now to get to buy coins. Is that? Do you, did you see anything like that on Coinbase? No, they no, because no. I know that you can. You can no. You can buy like. Um, sorry, I just had to uh, to scold Ben's cat. He's about to jump on the uh, computer there. My apologies. Um, it's 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 crazy. I can't believe where it's coming. And personally, I don't understand it at all. I I, I studied finance. I studied investing. I have a degree in it. I studied economics, and it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why crypto has any value. Right. Do, do you it's, understand? No, it? it's, it's it's not. You're just trying to tangible. ride the wave. You're just trying to yeah, ride the wave. Yeah, it's not tangible. You can't <laughs> hold it. I mean, uh, it confuses the hell out of me. But you know what? It, wave of the future. I mean, everything. And, and Bitcoin's not the only one. There's like Litecoin and yeah. Theorem, and what's that one that Elon Musk likes? Uh, Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Ethion. Ethion. And they're like, you know, some of them are mere pennies or bitcoins fifty five thousand dollars a coin it's just like stocks and <laughs> get the right one so i i don't know whether or not i would recommend investing in that because it's so risky like i feel it's gonna it's just gonna i don't know how high it's gonna go right but 
I personally am thinking about getting involved. I, obviously, I don't have $55,000 to buy a coin, but you don't have to buy a full coin. You can buy, like, I could probably afford, like, a thousandth of a coin or a hundredth of a coin, something like that. So I, you're probably thinking about maybe doing the same, putting a couple oh, hundred dollars worth into, into Bitcoin. And I mean, I, I, I'm just going to look really quick at what it's at currently. I just, because I, it's just been, it's been insane. So just so you laugh. My friend Tim, who I was telling you about, I got investing, as we're doing this podcast, just texted me about a company he's thinking about investing in called SFIO. So <laughs> See, that's, and that's, that's how it works. Uh, so it actually looks like Bitcoin had a bit of a bad day today because they're down under 50,000. They're at oh, no. 49.8. Oh, no. um, but two days ago, they hit a high of almost 58,000. So again, it's very, very volatile. But now, you know, 48 might be the time to buy. I don't yeah. know. I don't Jump know. In. Coinbase, huh? I'm going to yeah. have to get involved in that. Yeah. See, this is this is like the conversation that happens, you know. I, I learn from Ben and Ben learns from me. And I learn from other people. So it's, it just goes around. And what goes around comes around, you know. Yeah. So spread the wealth. But, um, you know, I think that we're kind of, I don't know if there's anything else that you have written that you'd like to talk about. Um, oh, I just got a couple of companies I like, like Dark Pulse Inc., which is doing, um, they're doing a laser that will track uh, pipelines, uh, gas and uh, oil pipelines for leaks. So I think that's really interesting. And uh, Off One Media, which has a 20 uh, film uh, movie deal with Netflix. So I think those are good ones. Those are all under a dollar. I mean, they have can, potential. Can you give the uh, the ticker symbols for those? For uh, the Off One Media is AFOM, and Doc Pulse is DPLS. So and, uh, AFOM and DPLS. So. If you're out there, you know, take take a look at those. Maybe that would be something to invest in. Ben is very wise with his investments, and um, he's not recommending that you buy them. No, no, because again, we are not financial experts. <laughs> <laughs> we are just two people doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I think you know, kind of to to wrap this whole thing up. I think that um, if you're out there and you've been thinking about investing, I think you should. I think that you should take it at your own pace and don't let anybody tell you that you're investing too little, or you know, or Whatever that may be, you know, do you, like you, started out with $20, and that's totally, totally respectable. I started out with less than $20. I made $5 mowing lawns, and I would pull it up until it was 100 and then I'd put it into something. And that's all you need to do. Um, do your research, and I think that you should also have fun with it. And, um, you know, if, if you want to talk about investing, I think that Ben and I would be to happy to not consult you, but at least, you know, give you our thoughts. Yeah. Um, so just to reiterate, um, we do have a business email for this um, podcast of ours, and I'll link it in the actual description of the, the podcast, but it is W-O-Z period happening period business at gmail.com. Uh, again, I'm going to put it in the description just because, you know, you may have not gotten it the first time around, but um, we'd be happy. I check those emails uh, all the time. So if you, if you want to reach out or have a question, um, I think the Ben and I would be happy to have an answer. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. It is fun, and it's it's fun looking at what you have, and especially if it's doing well, and you're like, wow, look at that. You know, I, I open up my TG Ameritrade account every morning once the market opens, yep. and I'm either I'm either I'm either really <laughs> I'm either really upset or really in a good mood. Yeah. But I mean, that's only temporary. You can also check out our Facebook page. What's happening? Was happening, yep. Uh, you'll see the, the profile picture is the exact same one that we use for the podcast. That's how you know. We have a few hundred fans on there, um, always posting stuff on there, whether it's you know the links to the new videos or 
um, whatever it may be, something about the podcast. So it's a good place to 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 connect with other people who who like the podcast and uh, to connect with Ben and I ourselves. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to add about investing, stocks and options, cryptocurrency? Again, all that good stuff. Due diligence. Uh, look into everything you put your money into, and um, never let anybody talk you out of making an investment. It's it's one of the best things that you can do for yourself, and it, it can provide so much for you. It can it could provide your future. You never know, and you may be the one person who picks up on an investment before anybody else does, yep. and um, and you'll ultimately get the last laugh. Yep. Um, so with that being said, I think that. Um, I we appreciate we appreciate you listening. Oh, yeah, and, thank um, you very much. I, I hope that you can get a little something out of this. Um, I know that uh, a lot of the terminology that I use is a little bit of a jargon, just because I'm more I know more about it. But um, he's educated in it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but don't let Ben fool you. He has he does his research and he he knows what he's talking about. Um, so again, uh, thank you so much. And um, again, we we appreciate you listening. And uh, tune in uh, next week for. Right. Uh, Another another podcast. All right. Thank you very much. And tune in next week again to What's Happening. Bye, guys. Bye.